and you can press play. us harder, better, faster, stronger. Break it, harder, make it better, do it faster, makes us stronger, more than ever, power, faster, power, work is can only make me Congrats on the 20,000, you guys, really. Congratulations. All right, welcome to That That Don't Kill Me, the only fully vaccinated podcast in the nation. Uh, what's our thing? We are... <laughs> Jamie, you gotta start over. No, we can do it, we can do it. Uh, oh, podcast about really, health, illness, and yes, disability by, by and the about people the people who, who live, live it every day. Every day, there we go, we got it. Um, I'm Jamie. I'm Kendall, and uh, Kendall. we uh, have, we took, honestly, we took like a couple weeks off, and so now we forget how to even say our names. Yeah, I forgot my name completely. That's also a side effect of the second dose of the vaccine. It is, it is, yeah, so keep your ID on you. Um, yeah, so we have both now gotten the second dose. Yes. Recent, recently, right? We both, recently, we both the recently week, got, we both got the, it. Um, yeah. You got wow. Moderna. I got Moderns. I got Pfizer. Um, I love that we just now uh, just, you know, pharmaceutical companies just roll off the tongue. Yeah, just, right, right. <laughs> I'm getting... It's, I'm, uh, it's the best branding opportunity that I've, yeah. they've ever had. Well, I got sure. a Pfizer. I got a Pfizer mouse pad with the shot. I got a Pfizer... Um, a Pfizer visor. They're giving all all kinds of stuff. Really? When you get it, yeah. Stress balls, things like that. Wait, actually, though. No, I no. There's okay, nothing. that would be interesting. Yeah. I mean, I heard, I did read that at Georgetown they're administering the vaccine, and when you get the vaccine at Georgetown, um, they give you a pamphlet that says Hoya Vaxa. Which we always say Hoya Saxa. Mm-hmm. So Hoya Vaxa is very, I was like, oh, I very see relevant. you in your branding. I see you. Yeah. Yeah, I went you to Javits. Know. I wish I had gotten some sort of memento from some Javits swag. Some Javits swag, yeah. I went to Jewel Osco, which is a pharmacy um, in Illinois, and um, I got nothing. Nothing. Yeah. We have our cards. I do have my card, yeah. Very exciting. Is it is it weird that I want to frame the card? I want to laminate mine. I've uh yeah, I've heard others saying laminate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean also, uh yeah, I mean there's really nothing that actually interesting on this card. Yeah, um, I, saw, I saw someone saying like we shouldn't post them because it's like private information. I don't I don't understand what could be what's taken. private. I mean, I, I I posted mine and I just held out my birthday because I just felt like no one needs to easily access my birth date, although they could. They could, yeah. So, I, kept, I kept my birthday in there. I didn't censor anything. So I guess maybe it's something about the lot number of the um, the shot you get, which I don't care about. Wait, why? I don't, I don't know. Someone was 
post every anything you can do someone will post something that says like actually Don't. here's why you shouldn't be doing this yeah 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 no. it's like when i eat movie theater uh butter on my popcorn and people right. say that i'm gonna die of cancer and i'm like well gonna die of something i guess yeah this is um, definitely the only thing that can give me cancer yes. I'm interacting with. yes it's in just that case the, let me just pour on more it's just the movie theater butter that's the only yeah thing. yeah um i'm really so love that i have a second dose obviously like love that i'm fully vaccinated love that you're fully vaccinated i don't personally feel like i've really gotten to revel in my fully vaccinated state yet because i've been suffering the repercussions of being a fully vaccinated person yes tell us Um, about that so yeah i mean i got the second dose a week ago um well friday so over a week ago um this is sunday for a week and two days ago basically a week whatever um and I pretty immediately felt bad. Like within two and a half hours, I was like, someone has has given me a tranquilizer and I am now, my body is exhausted. Mm -hmm. Um, It felt very weird. It felt like I I was like, (laughs) I had an edible or something. Like it was very interesting. Was Um, it a similar kind of feeling to... The first dose just on a different level or is it a totally no totally different feeling than the first dose Mm. um and then i would say uh about 10 hours in was like 12 30 a.m and that's when i woke up and i felt bad i felt very bad i felt very achy i felt very like like disoriented um, and I felt ch- like chills vibes, chill vibes, um, <laughs> chill vibes, um, <laughs> chill vibes. Um, anyway, and, uh, that then like proceeded to get worse and worse throughout the night. And I would say I slept like zero hours, <laughs> like mm. on and off, like basically did not really sleep that night. And then by like 6 a.m., I had totally called it quits on the sleep uh, attempt because mm. um, it just was not happening for me. And at that point, I had a low-grade fever, like 99.5, um, was feeling it, though. Like the aches were, they were pumping, like a throb-like situation. And then as the de- day kind of progressed, I basically was just, I was like okay this is a couch day i'm just gonna lay on the couch as the day progressed i began to feel worse and like was doing a lot of like oh and like rocking like you know tossing and turning that kind of thing and um my fever went up quite a bit once i hit about 24 hours uh post i'd say that it kind of like hit the peak which was like about 101 degrees fever which was I mean, that's like not nothing. Like I've definitely not had that kind of a fever in uh I don't know like 15 years. Like I haven't mm. had that kind of a fever in a very long time. Mm. I don't know about you, but like I don't normally mount that kind of a fever. Um even if I've got like the stomach flu or something. Yeah. Um and so I was feeling pretty bad and this yeah. is like with Tylenol. Mm. So I was like, you know, this isn't great. And I was coming to like end of my Tylenol road in the sense that like I had taken like 
the amount that you can have in a 24-hour period. It was like coming up for me and I was like coming up to the night as well when I was going to knew I was going to feel bad. So then I texted my friends who was a nurse and she was like, you can take Advil because your symptoms have like hit a peak. Like you've experienced the symptoms now. Like you didn't suppress your body's reaction like you had a reaction and now you're going to take care of the reaction and so then i took advil just two and i my fever broke um overnight and then i woke up sunday and i just felt like fatigued like really tired and just kind of achy still and kind of in a daze like a little daisy and i would say that that lasted like sunday into monday um and monday i woke up and i just I like started crying immediately because something didn't happen at work that I needed to happen when I was like on vacation the prior week. And I was just like so overwhelmed by how bad I felt and how I could not think about doing all the work I needed to do. Mm. And I just started, I started, I like cried on like for an hour, like with my coworker, just like trying to console me. And Mm. I just think I felt really bad. Yeah. And Therefore, everything felt overwhelming. Yeah. But anyway, um, I got through that. And now I would say that I'm officially like on the other side of the vaccine symptoms. Like I don't have any, I don't think I'm having residual vaccine symptoms. Mm. Um, I am having a spike in Lyme symptoms, though. So that like kind of i mean i knew and my lyme doctors basically were like this is gonna really fuck you up and i was like "Mm." they basically told me not to get it which i don't what they told you not to get it they told me not to get it um because they knew it was gonna make lyme really bad and uh they were absolutely right (laughs) um because with lyme it's like anytime you have some kind of immune trigger or like i mean with my periods i get lyme symptoms like i get like flares of lyme in the body inflammation in the body is like hard and so and lyme just seems to like jump on any kind of like bodily stress Mm. um and you just get like an exacerbation of symptoms and so um and like and kind of even if the Lyme is gone, like this kind of post-infectious inflammatory response situation that can kind of last with people who've had Lyme or any kind of like uh, similar thing that I experienced, which was like a mold situation, a Lyme situation, <laughs> like just like a confluence of variables. You can have this kind of like inflammatory reaction where your your immune system is just dysregulated and will ignite um in a negative way and i think this is a lot of this covid long hauler syndrome that we're seeing right. is this kind of like long-term dysregulation of your body it's like that's very chronic fatigue syndrome it's like a lot of these things like your body gets thrown off and it just like takes a really long time for the dust to settle mm-hmm. and so Like, even my neurologist said, who I saw on Monday was like, oh, yeah, my patients who have, like, peripheral neuropathies and things like that that I have, uh, have, it's been really hard for them. And they've suffered for, like, the, you know, 
for three weeks or so wow. um, till symptoms will settle. And so I think like, yeah, I mean, what's more stressful than injecting a novel virus into your body? Right. Um, so anyway, long story short, I'm still in, I'm still in the, the, the lime hole as I call it. Mm. Um, hoping to crawl out. Um, I definitely don't feel like it's the worst I've ever felt with Lyme. By no means is that the case. But it's mostly just upsetting. Like, I thought I was done with this shit. And right. I was really thinking that, like, Lyme was, like, a thing of the past. But um, mm. it's very much uh, not still. So here we are. Um, that's my long-winded, uh, this is how my vaccine experience <laughs> went. <laughs> if you had to put a number to that... If I had to put a number to it, I would say, ooh, not good. Like, not good. Not good. Like an eight. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. It's pretty brutal. Um, and uh, I actually got my vaccine alongside of um someone else I know, and they they fainted, <laughs> wow. and ended up in the emergency room because oh they God. split their ear. They like split their ear and it cut into their cartilage and like so when they, they fainted. When they fainted. Wow. Um and so I think it was just like very it was just very intense. Yeah, very eventful. Yeah. And I think they had a much less of a experience than I did. Um and they fainted. And they fainted, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not saying this in order to encourage people, like to discourage people to not get their vaccine. Because yeah. obviously, like, we'll go to you and you clearly did not have the... I'll present the counterpoint. The goat rodeo <laughs> that I had. Yeah. Um, But, like, I also think being prepared is right. the best bet. Like, if you, if I was living alone... I would really want to be prepared for the fact that I could be really knocked out for, you know, 72 right. hours, basically. Right. Well, you were texting me about it and I, you know, one wanted to know how you were doing, but you were also just say, like telling me everything to prepare me. And you mm -hmm. were like, you need to have this, this and this on hand. Here's what it's going to be like, which I'm, which I'm grateful for, be, you know, even though it didn't turn out that way, mm -hmm. because it's ab absolutely better to be prepared and then pleasantly surprised when nothing happens. Yeah. Um, then, and, you know, then caught off guard. The other, the final thing I'll say about my vaccine experience, and then you you can have the full floor, is that I kind of wanted a big response because the other side of this coin, which is just like, I, I can't have my cake and eat it too kind of thing, mm. is that I really wanted to have like an immune response. Like I wanted proof. You wanted that to know it was working. I wanted proof that my body, exactly, that my yeah. body was like receiving the vaccine and mounting an efficient immune response mm. and will leave me with antibodies. Because that's and, particularly a question for you. Yes. Right. Being someone who's post-transplant and I take medicine that suppresses my immune system. So there's like this big question of like whether or not I'll mount antibodies. And that to me is like a really good sign. Right. And so... It's like funny to me that the thing I wanted 
in some ways is also the thing I really didn't want. Now you're like, never mind. In other ways. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, it totally does. Um, and we should mention, because I was, I was looking this up, um, I, I think it, like, I worry it can kind of get confused because I'm hearing people say a, a same thing, a similar thing of like, you know, not, not to do with transplant stuff, but to say to people in the general public, if you have a response, don't worry, that's normal, it means it's working. Mm -hmm. But also that if you don't have a response, that doesn't mean it's not That working. doesn't mean it's not working. It, but it, for you specifically, it was it was a sign because the, there's more of a question. It's just a bet, it's just a good indicator. Right. I mean, yeah. for me personally, it's right. a good indication. Like right. if you don't have that, it doesn't mean that you don't have antibodies. Right. It just means that it, but if you do have it, it 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 means it's pretty highly likely that you right. have yes. antibodies. Sure. <laughs> right. Because um, that's just proof that your immune system is doing a job. Yeah, right. So I, you know, I kind of got in the same headspace a little bit. I was like, oh yeah, I, I, I would like the verification that something is working. And I still would. I'll probably go get, you know, an antibodies test at some point down the road. Um but I had to remind they myself. they are highly flawed, like those tests themselves. I've, I've heard that, yeah. Um, but I was, and, and in one part of me was waiting for something to happen, hoping like, oh, this will be a good sign. But so what ended up happening was I got it Thursday. I went home. Uh, the first time it was like maybe four or five hours after the shot where I started to feel like really tired, left whole left arm was in a lot of pain, headache, mm -hmm. got a little nauseous. Um, and that was my first shot experience and ended yeah. the night of. So I was like four or five hours, that's when it's starting. Um, I didn't real that, realize that nausea was a symptom yeah. or like a side effect. Yeah. I mean, for some people, I don't think it's like it, it was for me on the second dose in, mm. a, in a big way, yeah. but I didn't understand that. So anyway, yeah, I, I remember feeling it the first time and being like, oh, this isn't a symptom. And then I looked it up and it was like, oh, no, it is. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, four or five hours, I was expecting something to happen. I had all my Gatorade ready. I had all my <laughs> I had all my water and everything um, good to go. I had pajamas on. I was like Netflix loaded up. This is just going to be sick on the couch. Like I, I took the dog to the dog park that morning. So hopefully uh -huh. that, you know, hoping that she'd be tired and wouldn't, wouldn't bug me. Um, yeah. And, uh, and so four or five hours on, feel a little injection site pain, nothing crazy, a little tired, nothing crazy, light headache, nothing crazy at the level where I was like, is this just regular daily kind of tired caffeine headache situation? And then I text you, like, nothing's going on, really. And you said, like, 12-hour mark. That was when it was for you. Someone else I talked to said, or you said 10-hour mark. Someone else I talked to said, like, it took them 24 hours. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll wait. Give it give it some time. Friday, wake up. Nothing really going on. But I'm still like, okay, 24-hour mark, it could hit. And then a friend is like, it's really nice here on Friday. It's like 65 degrees. Um, and a friend was like, do you want to go to the park? I was like, I don't want to go to the park and then have it immediately happen. Like when you take an edible and then you like decide to go somewhere yeah. and then it kicks in. Um, 
but I was like, I also don't want to waste the one really nice day. Mm-hmm. So I rolled the dice and I went to Domino Park in the afternoon and uh, nothing much happened. And I thought, well, maybe being out in the sun, I'm not really feeling it. You know, it's, you know, it's like one fatigue layers over another one. Maybe it'll be there when I get home. Nothing. And it's Sunday and yeah, like I feel pretty good. I feel pretty regular. We couldn't podcast last week because I was yeah ill. ill, Yes, (laughs) and you're like I'm fine. Yeah, I thought we might have to call it off because you know if I had had that response, Mm -hmm. but I'm feeling pretty regular. I'm feeling pretty normal. Yeah. So (laughs) you rate your experience a. Oh, yeah, my experience, um, yeah, z- z- zero out of ten, I'm feeling <laughs> feeling very good and normal. But the whole experience itself, like... Overall, both shots. I mean, I guess I focused on the second dose, but... <sighs> yeah, no, really not a lot of pain to it. I mean, maybe two. It's for the okay. arm pain, the arm pain the first oh, time as well. Fuck you, Jamie. <laughs> You're so mad at me. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, so here's where we say that I read an article and sent it to Jamie. Yes. That after I was just like so woefully disappointed by his lack of a response, um, yeah. I so sent him an article that, that I, wasn't I saw. Pain. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> yes. Misery loves company. I don't know if you knew no. that, but like totally. that's. I, I yeah. understand. Yeah. Um, and I saw I sent I saw this article on Twitter and I sent it to Jamie and it was basically saying how like women are experiencing more severe um, vaccine side mm-hmm. effects than men and I just was like, Haha, of course. <laughs> yeah, we all we all love the vaccine, but yeah. uh, we hate to break it to you folks. The vaccine is sexist. <laughs> yeah, it turns out. Turns um, out, which is like not surprising. Yeah, because what isn't these days? <laughs> yeah. Um, so- yeah, so apparently, like, oh man, every I don't know which one you I forget which one you sent me, but I'm looking at one in the New York Times. It's basically the same thing, you know. Women have have um, more side effects, mm-hmm. um, and what this is saying basically is that this is not just true of the COVID vaccines; that this is the case of all vaccines, of, of vaccines in general. Mm, um, that, that seems right. That a similar <laughs> thing happened. Uh, with the, I think they were saying the 2009 um, pandemic flu vaccine, or uh, swine flu, or swine what flu. Was it? Yeah, I guess I guess that was swine flu. H one N one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That just in general, women, you know, measles, mumps, same thing. Um, God, I hate hepatitis. that for us. Yeah. And which it was so funny because like the first question I, I would think to ask when you hear that like one group is reporting more side effects is like, is there just a problem with is it's just a matter of reporting, right? But it's it's the inverse really, you'd think with women and men because like generally the expectation is that men report men are like more vocal generally uh, yeah, about, about being their... uncomfortable and exactly experiencing yeah. discomfort yes. so that doesn't really there's there's no sense that that would apply and women's women's pain is taken less seriously yes right so they're less likely to to report. share it yeah um but women are more inclined to ask for help mm. and men are less inclined so 
you know, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I would just say, like, our bodies just seem to be chemically more sensitive. Um, mm. I mean, I don't know. I think also, like, this could be part of it or not part of it, but, like, a lot of times doses are made to fit like one size and mm. one size of a man is a, a much bigger than the average size of a woman probably. And like, I wonder how that impacts it too. Like just body composition wise, like you don't need as much alcohol. So like, why would you need as much vaccine? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. This, this does say that the dosage plays a role that it's kind of a mix of a couple different things, but that the dosing is one of them. Well, because like, why would the dose that is for my dad would be the same dose for me when right. I'm right. like, I don't know, like not not as not no. nearly as big as him, you know. Like, totally, I don't eat yeah. as much food as him, so um, that's how yeah. medicine dosing in hospitals is done. Typically, based, right? It's done based on the patient weight. and weight and height, and mm-hmm. but in an assembly line vaccine situation. Right. That's not what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I also think that like just the all the like hormone shit we have going on in our bodies like all the time feels like it's a little bit more like hormones just are nasty. Like they just yeah, sure. they don't give a flying fuck about you and mm. they are they really can cause a lot of problems. And so I wonder just like the interesting cocktail that we have going on in our bodies at all times would like make me think that things could be a little bit more complicated like chemistry wise definitely could but be. i don't know i mean it's not surprising yeah but here we are <laughs> here we are um also there there is um the moderna dose 2 is actually giving people more yes has been documented to have more side effects than the pfizer dose too yeah um so we also knew this definitely so all of those things together um the other people i know who've had uh who were telling me like oh it's going to be horrible um also got moderna as well cool Um, (laughs) i also um but i do know i mean i have a friend who's a nurse who had like 103 degree fever with a pfizer dose too Mm. so and another friend who's like a speech pathologist who said it was the sickest she's ever been (laughs) in her life so i think it just really depends it depends on so many things and it also depends on um i'm not talking about you necessarily but when it gets to the general public it will depend on things like tolerance and past illnesses and what feels unusual to someone mm-hmm. um which is why i also am really interested to see as it becomes more available and i think we're already seeing some like anecdotal evidence of it of people waiting for johnson and johnson um yeah but i have read some tweets of people's experiences after getting johnson and johnson and they seem like they're bad <laughs> like really? they seem like they're not having a good time straight up not having a but good again, time, bro. but again young women young women interesting interesting we do know that the younger you are the more likely you are to experience a worse time yes yeah right mm-hmm. so 
man, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, at least you don't have to go through it twice, I guess. I mean, the dose one for me was totally, it it was like not fun, but it was fine. Yeah, it was probably the same for me. It's it's just the fact that it, and if you compare it to what my dose two was, my dose one was worse. Um, Really? Yeah. No, I I felt shittier with dose one for sure. Um, Hmm. Which is also why I had like the very slight, I mean, I've joked about this with people, but I've had, I had the moment of being like, did they did actually, give, did they give it to me? Did they actually oh, give it to me? I would have thought like, oh, did you have COVID at one point? And did you I have didn't COVID know the first it? time? Maybe. Um, well, because the first dose for people who have had COVID can is feel supposed worse. to be worse. Interesting. Interesting. Like yeah. our friend Anthony, who's been on this podcast. Mm. It got had COVID early on, got the first vaccine, and was really not doing well. Oh wow! Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, Super I don't think I had it. I've been, I've gotten tested a lot. Um, okay. Including like the and the antibody, antibody tests, which I know are not perfect, but has like continually said nothing. You know, there's nothing yeah there. um, yeah. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, here we are. We're we both survived, thank God. Yes. Um <laughs> and uh we we are a hundred percent vaccinated. We're very proud. Yes. Um we, we made uh, it through the COVID pandemic. <laughs> we did. I mean, you know, knock on wood, we know it's not over yet. There's there's sure. variants and things, but yeah. I mean you and I, like, I guess maybe not. We can't even say you and I have made it through. But I feel like we're, at least yeah, we can be like, okay. We can breathe a sigh, sigh of relief, especially being yeah. in a more tenuous position Yes, this whole time than most of our peers. It's definitely a huge sigh of relief. Huge uh, relief. Yeah. Huge. Oh, I want to go again. I want to... <laughs> I want to go back for more. The, I don't. I, I definitely. You're, you're all set. Don't. You're all yeah, set. I'm good. I'm really good. I just want to book another appointment. Like the week I booked my appointment, you were like still the high mark <laughs> of the past year. I would love to do that again. Yeah. Yeah. The adrenaline rush of getting a, a vax appointment is it is like a a nice high. Yes. Yeah. Um, but we can do that for other people and yeah. maybe get the same kind of high. Right. I'm I'm definitely trying um, to get involved with that as well because I've definitely helped it. a lot of people get vaccine appointments yeah. at this point. Yeah. Um. Hold on. I'm about to sneeze. <laughs> maybe. Is it going to happen? Mm, okay. Maybe it's not going to happen. I did have that momentary like, oh my gosh, it's going to happen. <laughs> uh. Anyway. I do feel like now the floodgates have burst open and I'm seeing so many people get vaccinated. Yes. It's like everyone and their brother has asthma, apparently. <laughs> well, our, our pace is accelerating. Right? Yes. The pace of, of... Dramatically. Dramatically. We are at 3 million a day. I saw 4 million So I saw yesterday. that as well. I think it, I read later that it was a reporting anomaly that they oh, okay that that's they fair. scraped data at a different time of day well you know what but three million the, is great too i'm happy with that it was the three million was still a an all-time best and mm-hmm. i think it's going to keep going up we probably will get to four million some point soon it's really exciting um yeah really exciting 
apparently it's like week over week they're giving we're getting more supply um so you know joe announced this week on his uh little special that um may he's saying may first first yeah every stage to let everyone in i agree with that honestly i can't wait because then i can stop being mad at people who have have like wrongly gotten in line so okay so we should should we talk about this yeah we should we should talk about this okay so there's all yeah so now like the big conversation going on is who's getting it are they eligible are they eligible should they have gotten it whatever whatever um i uh what I'm seeing most of, most of the time, and I think we're going to have uh, some differences of opinion here, most of what I'm seeing is, by and large, fair enough. I'm not seeing a lot of what seems like uh, fraud or whatever. Vaccine I also, fraud? Vaccine fraud. I also don't really care. Mm. What I'm seeing more of that pisses me off is healthy people being seeing a bunch of young people who they cannot outwardly determine as ill or disabled and randomly accusing without evidence all these people are jumping the line all these people are committing fraud and i don't like that so there's a lot of vaccine envy going on there's a lot of vaccine fomo as well i i think there's also a lot, at least in my neck of the woods, um, a lot of people I know who are getting in line that are lying straight up, that are uh, finding kind of loopholes, as mm-hmm. in using like old IDs or using, um, or, you know, claiming that they're, you know, in the food service but they're not you know like what whatever sure, it yeah. is um like really kind of because people who are the arbiters of whether or not you get a vaccine are people who like a truly don't care and b it's really not their job to be like deciphering like unless you go to like a state site or a you know city site it feels like if you go to some random walgreens like they are not they're really not asking you well neither are the state sites to be totally frank or the city sites okay well Um, that's which yeah probably but like proof of residency i don't even know right like um there's really nothing happening at the the kind of like pharmacy level Mm -hmm. and um, at least now, I think before it was a little bit harder. Um, and I'm just seeing people straight up lying. And I think and so lying like a healthy person saying, I have a condition that I don't really have. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll say it. I don't support that at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't support it either. I don't support um, that. But I think it's happening a lot. You think it's based happening on, a lot? Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Based on my little window into it, I'm, mm. I'm, I know, like, I know, like, a slew of people, a handful of people Interesting. who have gotten vaccines by lying in some way, shape, or form. Can I ask, how do you know that they're lying? 
because I know what they do. Okay. You gotcha. know, like people who don't work in um, offices that they used to work in. Okay, gotcha. That they're using their badge from that. Okay, okay, I see. Um, but that's because, lying. Yeah, no, totally it is. I'm not, I'm, I don't dispute that. I'm seeing... I personally am like torn, right? Because yeah. I'm... Or people who like, I have asthma, but they don't take medicine for asthma. It's like, okay, do you really have asthma then? Um, and then using that as a i don't know it just it's like oh or i have migraines like is that really right yeah is that a neurological condition i'm not really sure it feels like als is probably what they meant um right i and i honestly at the end of the day like the more clearly there are enough doses for those kinds of people to yes to like claim those things um, because people are still getting appointments and it's fine. Yeah. Um, and there's not this kind of like, you know, uh, bottleneck situation that there was at least at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the day, like more doses in bodies helps us all. Yes. I just can't wait for like a month and a half to go by so I can stop being like angry at people who are probably cutting. Um, and yeah, they're, and right. then therefore are like, and like, oh, can I be friends with them if they're morally questionable? You know right. what I mean? Yes. I, I totally hear you. I think there's, what I'm seeing is like a couple different things going on that get that's sort of mixed up. There are people who it seems are using questionable eligibilities or straight up lying to get in to get a, an appointment. Um, there are people who are technically eligible on the condition side of things based on their state but are maybe not that sick right have the condition that they said that the state says you can get vaccinated but aren't that sick for me personally for that example do it i don't care yeah i i agree i'm like do it too do it my only my only i don't count that as lying my only bone i will pick with this and this is not an attractive bone to pick but like i'm here i'm picking it yeah um is that like it bothers me that you and I were eligible at the exact same time as those people? Sure, yeah. Because there's, there's because no our life situations and our life circumstances different. have been dramatically reduced by COVID, and theirs have not. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I'm absolutely seeing some people who legitimately qualify under the condition situation, who have been acting like healthy people for the past year. Um, you because know, they who, are healthy because people. Because they are healthy people. I don't, I'm not arguing that any part of this is like absolute fairness. I just no, think at this I know, point. No, I know, I know. It's, it's more the, my own, it's of my course, own, it's of my course. own issue, right? Yes. It's like, oh, we have never mattered. Like, right. yes, why do we absolutely. never matter? Yes, right. It's, it's, um, it's, a, it's the pretense that there is some, that by doing the, the conditions, uh, round of eligibility their their states are putting on the pretense of of giving care to groups that are actually susceptible and because of how it's going it's just that's just not the case yeah um, i mean anyway like that's my own fish to fry for sure no i don't I, whatever i don't regard you that at all i, I totally understand I, I i don't think it's an attractive thing to think and mm. i also don't think it's a helpful thing to think <laughs> But, but here we but are. It's our, and it's our honest feelings, yeah. But that's my honest honest feeling about For the matter. Sure. And 
I think like I'm going to I'm going to forget about it. <laughs> right. And yeah. also, I'm very happy that people are getting vaccinated because that also helps me. Yes, it's a, it's a good thing to every for everyone. I think more evidence comes out every day that these vaccines by some grace of science or magic or religion or whatever yeah. actually do cut down Work. transmission. Yeah. Not just disease. Yeah. Which is fantastic um i mean it's better than i think anyone could have ever hoped right yeah and i mean going back to what james said on our last episode it the timeline as well so if you add the timeline sure and the efficacy it's just it's so much better than we would have hoped um so it is yes any person getting it it is good for the bigger picture I, and then I think there's a third category that I've seen, which is healthy people, mostly healthy young people who are not eligible yet, deciding that they are the arbiters of who is a sick person and who is a disabled person, mainly looking at groups of people. I really haven't seen this. Okay. So I have, I have, uh, uh, I, I see. I saw one tweet, mm. one tweet about like, oh, all these young people are getting vaccines. You know? I see it big and small. I see viral tweets. I see tweets of people I know. Um, I talk to friends and they say, you know, how is it? Whatever. And I think it's a, it's totally a reasonable feeling the same way what we were just talking about. It's not necessarily a, a morally perfect thought, but it's the thought you have. I think a lot of young people who are totally healthy ha have what is legitimately referred to as vaccine FOMO, right? Because people are saying, do you have FOMO or whatever? Oh, absolutely. Saying, I know some people who are like are actually kind of getting like very angry about it. Yes. I'm, and I'm, are like kind of cool with me getting it, but like are kind of still mad. Like they're kind yes. of still mad that I have it and they don't. And yes. I'm like, check yourself. <laughs> so, here's, so here's what I think is going on with them. And this is why like people have been saying like FOMO is the, the wrong term. I actually think FOMO is the perfect term. Because I think what we're talking about, which is like, healthy people who don't qualify yet being mad that people are not getting it is they are not mad that someone else is getting protected before them or that they are still They're mad that risk. we are going to go that we're going to get our, to go do fun, live our lives live our lives do fun things it is and a completely social uh oh a hundred percent jamie it's completely a social phenomenon it's totally like there's some club that i'm not a part of right Someone has some some uh, vaccine clout that I cannot access. Um, there's it's basically like there's a drop, there's a shoe drop that I can't get on the line for. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's actually really funny to me because I'm like, wait, I'm sorry, you've been living your life pretty much this entire time, right? Almost the exact same. Yeah. And I have been living with my my parents yeah right. and seeing not a single soul for in in like for a very long time absolutely i'm sorry in what world do you think that you deserve a vaccine at the same time as me yeah like, the, exactly what? when i talk what? about like the things i'm about to do in the next couple weeks those things like all of my friends have already, have done already been doing those things yes for the past year i'm like i think on this day i can start to maybe they were doing that over the summer they were doing that <laughs> you know it's um, really interesting yes yes there it's uh it, it, because whenever someone le feels left out 
they think that there's something nefarious about it and yeah. that uh it must be a it must be a good thing like, we we must be like anointed special people when I, in reality you know it's because of serious illnesses that- i have overwhelmingly overwhelmingly um felt people supportive like being supportive of me getting the vaccine like i mean i think people were very happy Um, yes you know i posted it on instagram it's one of my most popular posts (laughs) like you know people were i think really you know my best friend like said she cried that i got the you know the vaccine Mm because you know she knows it's been a big deal right um I mean, I didn't even cry, but she did. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I think that is definitely, by and large, my experience is that people are incredibly supportive of the fact that I've gotten the vaccine and they have not. Um, but I do think that the the envy does exist. And honestly, like I'm here for it. I am so yeah, totally. here for it. I'm like, oh, I'm so ready to like rub it in people's faces because I have been suffering for so much longer. And I'm just like, oh, you know what? Yes, I have been vaccinated and you have not. And like for for a period of a month and a half, like you're going to have to feel left out yeah. of something like for a month My, and a half. I'm so sorry. For an extra month and a half, the CDC says it's okay if I sit on the sidewalk and eat an ice cream cone. And <laughs> you can't. You're going to do it anyway. You've been doing it. Yeah. But, but you have to have you're the not thought allowed in the to. back of your head that you're breaking a rule. Yeah. Um, no, it's like it's like completely arbitrary, especially at this point, because of how fast I love it. Everything is accelerating. Um and I, I also I also think like the thing of asking like how someone got it is like less and less of a thing. Like it was really a thing early yeah, on. It was really a thing. Really a thing early on. Yeah. Um, like you better be prepared to answer if yes. you got it. Yes. You better be prepared. And if you told anyone. Yes. When you see like the person you went to high school with who's a graphic designer getting it in the first month and you're like, what, what happened? How did you? I literally um, would text, I would immediately mess, direct a message. How did you get? How, how? did you get? Yeah. yeah. Um, no. So it's, you know, it's silly. It's understandable. I think at this point, every, it should just open up to everyone to be honest. I mean, it will very soon. Mm-hmm. It also, it's, it's hard because because of the difference in in state rollouts. And I think Biden was right to put a stake in the ground of one some at some point soon when every state needs to catch up because it doesn't make sense. I mean, it didn't make sense a couple months ago when you could get it in Jersey for being a smoker. Yeah. You couldn't get it in New York for having cancer. And like, yeah. n- none of this makes sense. So like, yeah, uh, the faster we get to that point, um, and so there, are, but what I mean by that is like there are still states where people with underlying conditions cannot get it, and that I understand. Yes. Like that's I wouldn't call that FOMO. That's genuine, you know, yes. a- angst. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm I have seen a lot of people in in the uh, in the New York professional area <laughs> going, you know, a lot of finger pointing and recriminations and. How does I this mean, person have it? And yeah. Megan McCain is a great example. She that girl does not that know Fauci. where she is <laughs> <laughs> or what's going on. 
she believes that Fauci is a, is bad at his job because she can't get a vaccine, being that she's so important and on the view. So right. yes, that's why know. he's got to go. Um, I actually do think for a lot of people in New York and LA and these like urban areas who do have some level of prominence or influence, it is their their normal tricks not working totally is is like driving them up a absolute wall totally in one of the one of the biggest the tweets were deleted but like one of I want to read a story about that <laughs> oh yeah absolutely that'd be a good story um one of the biggest like scuffles i saw was some like la TV writer posted like all you people who don't need the vaccine jumping in line before the elderly like we see you and then like another TV writer chimed in and was like hell yes everything he said and then it was like you know went viral because we were like what the fuck are you talking about but it was first of all it was like what do you mean needs the vaccine we all need the vaccine number one Mm -hmm. number two playing this like morality game of like if you're technically eligible I'm still going to decide if I think you should get it I think that, you know, we that's useless, right? Yeah, it's um, useless. But then uh it was absolutely this like whole class of people like v- like checkmark, you know, Twitter users who, who really feel like they se- secretly they really feel like they should be getting it because yeah, they're who, important. Exactly exactly what you just said a minute ago who are always able to figure out how to jump a line, are mm-hmm. always able to figure out how to get on a list. Right. And because they can't there must be something nefarious at work. There must be something right. uh, untoward going on um, because their their old tricks are not are not working. I love it. Yeah, I want to read a story about like I really would love like someone to break the story about like super rich famous people trying to get access to the vaccine and getting turned down. There have been some stories already. There have been stories of it working in some cases, mm. um, but but not. I'm less in interested cases. in the working because yeah. that's just like the story of America. But right, yeah. I'm I'm really interested in it not working. Yeah. Um. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, look. Hopefully, one day this will all be super boring to us, and it's like, oh, you want the vaccine? Just go show up at the. Walgreens like your flu shot and you can just get it on demand right right what's also funny to me about this whole thing is this is a very like um, extreme version of how flu shot rollout typically happens anyway like flu shot rollout typically has an early window mm-hmm. where the sick and the elderly and the young yeah. are prioritized and well, it's, it's actually just old people and sick people is it not young people is not kids as well no, I think it's just old people, oh, just and, sick old people, people. and sick people. Um, but uh, like, which I've been, I mean, like we, we've been in that window yeah. like our whole lives for the flu vaccine. Mm-hmm. And suddenly it's like, it's the event of the, of the year. Yeah. Um, I really wonder what's going to happen next year if we need to get another dose. Right. <laughs> Shit. I mean, they're probably just going to be working around the clock to keep. Oh yeah, they're just going to be producing nonstop. I don't yeah. think they'll stop producing. Yeah, right. It's just whether or not we're going to have to like complicate get, it a little bit more. Get in the same sort of. I wonder if the experience daylight. will get better of getting the vaccines. Like, if we won't get so sick. Like, we won't. We we won't need two doses. We'll just need one. Right. I've wondered if Johnson and Johnson will be 
the one that goes forward. Mm. Like if they'll just work on iterating that with um, with the other strains. Will it matter that other people you've people have received other versions? Like, I don't think so. I mean, I think it's with the flu vaccine. Like you, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you can get a different brand like the next year or something. I don't even know. I never know the brand. Of the I've, ne- I've never known the brand because they're just like this is the flu vaccine. But there are yeah. different companies that make it. Like oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I well. Wow. I can't wait for that day. Yeah. Eh, we don't have to talk about this anymore. What will we talk about? <laughs> what will we talk about when, when, this, when everyone's vaccinated? Um, yeah. Wow. Well, I think it's hopefully valuable for people to hear about our experiences. <laughs> Incredibly and our, and our different. Angst. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your post-vaccine situation yeah i also just want to reiterate like the the really bad side effects are the minority situation if there's anyone listening who is honestly i just want to reiterate prepare yourself no No, No, jamie this is important people should be aware that it could really it could really, especially for people with chronic conditions, yes, especially if they have conditions. Yes. If they have conditions that flare, I think that's yes. really valuable to know. Yes. I am. I've now become one of you, unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> and uh, uh, it could definitely flare that yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. And I also think it's important to people to know that they could be needing to take a day off work. Yeah, um, that's I mean. And that they should have like Advil or Tylenol on hand. They shouldn't take it until they res- they have a significant response, and that they should uh, have like food that is easily you know easy to make, easy to eat. Yes. In case they're nauseous, like they should. Exp- I think preparing is better than not having not being ready. Sure. Yes. I just don't want people to be put off from getting it. I'm fine. I survived. It's all going to be be okay. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Max, from what I'm hearing from my friends who don't have other complicating circumstances, it's like 70, like at max, max, it's like 72 hours, you know, 24 of those hours feeling pretty shitty Mm -hmm. and the rest kind of just like easing out of it. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy to me that like someone told me they, they planned a dentist appointment for like 10 hours after their vaccine. And I said, I think that's that's a bad idea. That is a bad idea. At the very least, it's an excuse not to go to the, not to have to go to the dentist. I know. Um, I was like, I think I would have probably thrown up. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy to me that it wasn't part of the last bill relief bill to mandate um days off for getting it cuomo just passed mm. something about you can have four. our favorite boy cuomo <laughs> yeah <laughs> daddy he's, cuomo he's doing great <laughs> everything's normal nothing to see here yeah um he man he just announced something like um you can have four hours off the day of to get to get it like just going to get it oh that's not helpful that's not that doesn't help anything <laughs> Yeah. 
I mean, I think take a sick day. Take a, right? Everyone like, should have, there should be like national sick day. An day extra sick day you get yeah. for yeah. getting the vaccine. I mean, because it's, it could be gnarly. Right. And like, if you are someone who doesn't get any side effects, that's a free sick day. That's incentive to other people to go yeah, get it. Definitely. Tell your friend, hey, I felt fine. Take a, just do it and you'll get a sick day. Like, yeah, yeah. That's a good, good idea, Jamie. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah. that's all I have. I that's think. all I have too. Okay, um, well, we do hope that you all get vaccinated. If you have or haven't, you know, let us know how your experience is. Yeah, please do. That the would side be interesting. Or if you're, you you're can send us a little uh, email. Yeah, if you're trying to get an appointment, if you're eligible but you're not able to, like, yeah, let us know what your experience has been. ttdontkillme at gmail.com. That's right. We would love to hear from you. Yes. Um, And if you have any other comments, questions, or concerns, that is good too. But um, no criticism because we only... We really like ourselves and we don't want to change. So <laughs> yeah, here on the 100% vaccinated podcast, the only fully vaccinated podcast, we are not ex- open to any criticism yeah. or, or fact checking. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, that's all I have too. Okay. Get your shot. See you next, see you next week. See you then. Bye. Can only make me stronger. I need you to hurry up now. I can't wait much longer